I found that if you have a goal, you might not reach it. But if you don't have one, then you're never disappointed. And I got to tell you, it feels phenomenal. We used to be kids. Now we're not. Something happened in between. This is the Broken Youth Club. Um, so how are you feeling? End of the year. Tired, but pretty good. Yeah. Actually, better than I thought I would be. Yeah, I feel better than I thought I would too. I feel like the first half of the year was um, not super fun uh, for me. And then it started to get a little better. And then I still was just kind of having like random bouts of anxiety and like had some even just this last week, but uh, didn't feel like it is like lingering the yeah. way that it was earlier this year. Yeah. Which is good. But I say um, good, not great for me. You know what I mean? Like uh, maybe like a six or a seven. I say like on an average. For how you feel right now or how you feel the year Just went? Just overall. Like, yeah, overall my year. Oh, that's fucking higher than me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to be optimistic. I think, uh, well, I mean, it's over I mean, we now. Had a, we had a, Who cares? A, 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 <laughs> I had a decent amount of like fun things. Like we had... The summer camp thing that we got to go do. We bought this house. Like there were things that obviously were, were pros. Yeah. Um, but just like mental space wise, it was a challenging year, I think. Especially because it was my like a year of sobriety. So yeah. that was like a new thing for me. Um, How does that feel to think that like this is probably like 2023 is a year where you did not pick up a single drink? The whole year. Correct. So like, when's the last time you even did that? Well, that I drank? That you, no, that oh, you that went an entire calendar year. year. <laughs> I was like, well, it would be Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> I feel year. like whenever you uh, and I had the, uh, like the, the separation that we went through oh, and you yeah, stopped drinking no, then. It would be that before. was That was like from like April through a certain amount. So, but I don't think that you had like a full calendar year of yeah. no drinking not since I like, since you were like 20 yeah that's crazy yeah that's like a huge accomplishment yeah it feels very good makes me feel a little weepy <laughs> I did not think my eyes would water like that yeah um that's I, crazy that's yeah, huge no it's um it, the first like month or two of that were really hard I know we've already talked about it on the on the show but um I will say I got nervous going into the winter yeah uh because that's what I when I would use it to you know numb the the grayness of the season typically for me and um <clears throat> luckily i yeah i didn't um there were a couple times and i told you i would you know be honest and open with you and i would text you or call you or try to do something else um but uh, yeah overall i feel like I'm in a great place with it. You got me the uh, spiritless, I think it's called. Um, yeah. The non-alcoholic stuff. I understand for some people that might be like playing with fire. Yeah. Well, I was nervous about it, but I really only decided to pull the trigger on it because you had mentioned to me a little bit ago that you were like, hey, like, I don't feel like I 
need to go drink, but I have just kind of had these little moments of like wanting a nice, like a nice drink or like a hot yeah, toddy. Man. Like you like hot toddies. Yeah. And so it was like, I think that you brought up to me trying some of those non-alcoholic brands because I had brought it up to you like earlier this year. It actually, I first thought, because uh, I saw those um, like infused drinks. Well, there's the like the weed drinks, but then there's yeah. the other, I forget what was in them, but other, you know, herbal mixtures. Where it's like you still get the buzz without yeah, the alcohol something. or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's where I like, I started because for me, I like to be able to like still go out to the air, the establishments, I guess, that are, you know, basically based in serving alcohol. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of really cool divey dive bars around here. Yeah. And we went to one just because we needed to kill a few times. Did we talk about this already? No. We Yeah. We wanted to kill a little bit of time. Um, is that on my birthday, right? Yes. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, you know, I didn't want to like get a beer. So we just got a couple Cokes and we ate some popcorn, which was nice. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I don't want to drink because I need a drink. It, I'm trying to make that distinction for you. That yeah. It's not like this alcoholic pull that I would in the past of like, I really kind of need a drink right now. Like yeah. get the edge off or warm up, whatever. Yeah. It was more in a sense of like nostalgia of like, man, because it was uh, <laughs> it was out of a movie. You walk in, there was a little bit of snow on the ground and there was like a couple there and the bartender and he's like, what can we get you? And they were the people who were sitting were waiting on friends coming and the friend came in. They're like, hey, Jerry, like, welcome in. You know, yeah, the regulars were coming in. It's five o'clock on a Saturday. Like, it's exactly that song. And there was the Christmas tree up and the crude lights in the corner. And it was like, ah, oh, this is so comforting and warm to me for whatever reason. Even though I was never like, you know, uh, the person who would hang out in a bar. Yeah, we didn't you know, go to bars that, that wasn't me. It's just uh, there's something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm sure someone could like take the even the alcohol out of it. The atmosphere of like a a bar that's been around for decades and decades and decades there's something peaceful about that to me. Well, I think probably <clears throat> similar to how I can feel about like, there's this one coffee shop in Coeur d'Alene that I love yeah. because you go in and there's this big fireplace and there's chairs. And yeah. a lot of times people are working. There's a co-work space up above it. So it's this like it's cozy space, yeah. but you're kind not the same for me of like a, like a bowling, like an old bowling alley. Yeah. I don't want to go to like, I, I will obviously like the new cool ones with the cosmic lights and whatever. But in my heart, when I think about going to a bowling alley, I want to go to one that has a limited arcade, still a small one, but like, you know, pool table, couple machines and like, that's it. And then it's like bowling and then like a smoky, like bar area that you can't go into because you're a kid, you know, it's like yeah. really old school. I like that personally. But when I'm there, yeah, I might want a drink or two, but it's, it's not for the drink. It's like. I, it's hard, again, it's hard to distinguish what I'm trying to say, but yeah. Um, so that's where, yeah, I'm trying to find alternatives to like, I still want to do that, but I, w- I don't want to feel like an outcast in that environment. Right. You know, if, if you're in a bar, everybody is doing the thing you do in a bar, which is drink. And I'm over in the corner, like with my fucking milk, it feels like, yeah. <laughs> like don't mind me. Yeah. Um, 
but again, Coke, Coke works, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just finding alternatives. I, I don't know if that's going to be poking the bear for me at all, but so far we've had, uh, what, like a week and a half of having this stuff and yeah, it's not, it's, it hasn't made me want to get my truck and go to the liquor store. Like I haven't even thought about that. I right. just thought like, Oh, these are, it's like a, it's its own interesting taste. Yeah. So it's like, I'll want that thing. Yeah. You know? And I've been, uh, I, I went and I got those, uh, like little drinkable weed drinks, but like the little one, like little shooters. I put a couple in one of those last night. Oh, really? I actually put three in. <laughs> yeah, you drink those things like, yeah, because you're again your tolerance is like off yeah. the fucking charts. It really is. I'm. I need to take like a tolerance break for sure because like nothing works. For, yeah, for sure. It's funny. I didn't even think about um the the like fake alcohol, whatever. Um. And how it could like trigger me until we opened it. And then I was like, oh, fuck, because well, like it does, first thought it does smell it. similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I immediately go to like, dude, you could have one drink and I could smell it on you. Yeah. And that would always put me in a panic of like, fuck, like, OK, how how bad is the ride going to get tonight? Like, is it going to be gentle or is this going to be like I'm holding on for dear life the whole night? Um, And there was no talking to you about it. And I want to be clear by that there that when you say gentle or holding on for the ride i wasn't abused <laughs> no oh my god no yeah no it was like okay are we gonna be chill is or it gonna be like or, or is it gonna yeah. be like you can get kind of just like short tempered it wasn't even yeah. like you were never abusive outside of the one time that you called me the bitch in front of our friends which yeah. that is more like emotionally abusive than anything else yeah. but like it was that one time but i just mean more on the yeah like are you gonna be able to like have one or two drinks and then still be like a partner that I'm here with? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to drink three or four drinks? And then when I say something to you, then you get really defensive and then we just argue. And then it becomes like the whole night is about that. Yeah. Um, So I was nervous, but I didn't smell it on you like at all. Even that because the first one I tried was like a cinnamon whiskey Cinnamon whiskey dupe. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I could smell the cinnamon, but it right. doesn't have that the, alcohol yeah. smell because it's just not there. Mm. So that was super good because I did. I literally didn't think about it until we cracked it open. And then I was like, fuck, like, yeah. how do I wrap my head around knowing there's not alcohol in this, but still associating that smell yeah. to like really sad times for me. Yeah. So I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. I'm um, glad that you like it. I'm glad that. I also was like, hey, this is like, it feels like this is just as expensive as alcohol is. So please <laughs> yeah. let's have like one or two at night because yeah. a lot of times you would drink alcohol really, really fast. Yeah. Um, and you've like really stuck to that. So that's great. And yeah. then we got these like uh, cocktail, like, I don't know what they would be called. They literally are like cocktail tea bags from this company yeah. called Say So. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like all of the ingredients you would need to take like the non-alcoholic tequila and turn it into a spicy margarita. And so you just dip the bag in there. But they're also like the great thing about both of these uh, things is that they're like very low calorie. So it also like would take people that maybe want to participate in dry January. Right. And, you know, they like, but they do like to drink. But it's also like, hey, you can also feel like you have. Uh, we have one that's for like Moscow mules. You can have a mule and not have all of the sugar and the like crazy right. calories that come with it too. It can just be like 
a gentle sipper. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm happy that you like it. I'm happy that I got it ordered and I think we'll just try some of the other brands out there. I think that there's one called maybe like Ritual that has like some other yeah. things mm-hmm. uh, because this spiritless company just has um, tequila and whiskey and bourbon, yeah. basically. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's good. I was uh, kind of on the same topic of uh, when we were when you were drinking a lot and we weren't in a very good place. I am. Um, I had this. Um, I was listening to a podcast today, and it was um, a listener write in, and she was talking about uh, how her husband had like fallen out of love with her and had communicated that he had fallen out of love with her, um, and she didn't want to give up the marriage. She wanted to try to figure out how to make it work, and. So then the hosts were talking about whether or not that's like possible and what that looks like. And it brought me back to when we were in that bad place. Um, I think a lot of people have probably heard this before, but it's like women decide that they're out way before they actually communicate that they're out. So like I had known for a long time, like, dude, I just don't feel the same way about you anymore. You know, like I don't, I, I have, it felt like you had lost the person that I had like fallen in love with and you weren't that person anymore. And I knew months before I communicated with you that I wanted to separate, that I wanted to separate, that I was not, that I didn't feel like I was in love with you anymore. i really loved you as a person and I recognized that you were struggling, but like I didn't feel that romantic husband and wife love anymore. And I remember having conversations with my friends at the time and my parents of like, Logan and I will never get back together. Like, I don't, I I don't, I genuinely just don't feel like I love him like that anymore. And I don't know how to get that back because he's like in this place. <laughs> he's not the person that I, that I want or that I feel like I deserve. Uh, yeah. And are you ready for me to like, stop saying you don't love me? Oh, <laughs> oh my no, God. No, no, I was just thinking, actually, I remember a time I never have said this but um it was a time where i don't think you thought i was in the other room but i was and you were talking to a couple other people and you had definitely said to them that like oh there's no way like i i don't even want to yeah like i'm i'm done and like i heard you say like no i'm basically committed to like this new path Mm mm-hmm and that was like one of the most crushing things. Yeah. You know. I remember my parents because they were so frantic about the fact that I that we were separated. And um, to my mom, that's like just the worst thing to not have parents together. Like if for nothing else, do it for Oliver. And I was like, oh, I refuse to do that. Yeah. But I remember my parents were like, well, like, do you what about couples counseling? Could you try? like therapy and I was like I literally don't want to like I was just so out and I just didn't think that you could be that person anymore and I was fucking sad but I had been sad about it for months I decided months ago I grieved it months before that but like when we were in it and then you know we were kind of like really just roommates for a few months but you started leaving the notes and you started doing the things and it was like you were actively trying to date me again. And I know that people want to say that, you know, husbands and wives, you should always date each other. You should always be doing these things. And it's like, yeah, but fucking life is hard. 
And when you have little kids, it's hard to date. Is it impossible? No, but it's harder than to just say, well, everybody should be doing that all the time. You know, like you go through these fucking ruts and, uh, and sometimes you're just exhausted. You know, you just don't have it in you, but like you were so dedicated at that point to like, I'm going to date this girl, even though she doesn't want to date me, I'm going to like pursue her, you know? So like you would like bring me flowers or you would leave the notes in my car or you would get up early and like make my coffee for me. And I'm like kind of a bougie coffee drinker. You would make like little (laughs) like lattes for me and stuff, or you would go get coffee and have it at the, whenever I woke up, like you would do these things and like really made me fall back in love with you in a way that I didn't even like, I, like I loved you more at that point than even before the drinking and before all the things, because before it was this, like we were kids and, you know, I loved you because you were somebody I've been with for a long time and you were fun and, and all of these things. And then once we like, you know, had Oliver and you were drinking a lot, it felt like we were just going through the motions, but then I'm coming out on the other side of it. Like I fell in love with the husband that I had never had. Um, and even really like outside of the first couple years when you're like obsessed with your person, like I had never had that with you. I'd never had that version of you before where you were like very intentional and really giving it a lot. <clears throat> and it made me think too about like, even Christmas this year, um, for our entire relationship, you've always been like, dude, I'm a bad gift giver. Like, I don't want to be, I just am. I don't know how you're such a good gift giver. And I'm always like, well, I just kind of listen to what you like. You know, I just think about what you like. The Toto record isn't easy. You love Toto. What can I get mm-hmm. you that is Toto related? That isn't just a fucking poster mm-hmm. from Walmart. Of course, I'm going to look for an autographed thing for you. That's mm-hmm. it. But it's like, well, I'm just intentionally thinking about you for a minute. I'm not just like last minute panic looking for something you know and um this year for christmas like you were you're like kate i'm really excited like it's a good one i'm like so excited to give it to you and i'm thinking in my head like oh i know he's excited but there have been times before where you were excited to give me something and then it was just like why did you get me this you know like it was sweet that you were so excited but like why you know what have i done that makes you think Do that you i have would, an like, example in your head you can yes but i don't want to it's fine fine. yeah (laughs) maybe never mind never mind never mind (laughs) i take it back (laughs) um but this year like logan we used to have these um you know back before we could like afford to buy dishes and stuff that we really wanted i would always go to goodwill and buy whatever i could find from there that i thought was cool or quirky or whatever and i'd had these like vintage glass mcdonald's cups that had like mcdonald's people on them uh and we'd had like almost the whole set of them that i had found at random times at random goodwills but then when we moved out here we we cut back on so much of our shit Mm -hmm. and those were just some of the things that didn't make it you know they were fragile i didn't want them to get broken Mm -hmm. um so they were just some of the things that like didn't make the cut um and logan like found the set on ebay and ordered it and that was super fun to open because it was like i would have never guessed it but it's just like very on brand for me right now like i am heavy in my like 90s nostalgia era and like it was just really special and sweet and then like i have this plate at my parents house and this is like i feel like i'm gonna cry which is weird because it's a plate 
But when I was a little kid, I was obsessed with Hercules. I thought Meg was the coolest girl. I wanted to be just like her. I would sing that fucking song all the time. It's still my sister and I's like number one car karaoke song is like the the song she sings in Hercules. I'm trying to bring it to my head. Get off my case. I won't say. Oh yeah, yeah. Get off my case. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Okay, Um, but. In the 90s, when that movie came out, uh, McDonald's did a promo where they had the like plastic plates and you could only buy what they had in stock that moment. But my parents like did not do this for us very often. We didn't like go to McDonald's very often. Definitely didn't buy the extra shit, but I loved this movie so much. And we went and they happened to have the Meg plate. And I was like, mom, my God, please, please. And my mom still has it. It's still the plate that I choose when it, we are actually, home. It holds up really well. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, it's still the plate that I use whenever we go home. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids all know that that's my fucking plate. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Logan found the entire set, which I've never even seen in real life. Every once in a while, I'll see a couple of those plates at like a random thrift store, but never the whole set. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy them. Why would I do that? Logan fought in the whole set of these plates. And when I opened them, I'm like, it was just so thoughtful because that is like a thing that is so tied to home for me in like such a silly way. It's like a little fucking plastic plate. But I opened it and I was like, oh my God, they're like in perfect condition. I don't even know what we're going to do with them. I, I cannot use them. I know that like they fucking hold up because... <laughs> I used to use like steak knives on mine yeah. and it's still like doesn't have like actual scratches in the print, but, um, but it was so good. And then, and then Logan had to like deliver a final fucking one, two punch. Um, and I always tell Logan, I love a note. I love a note. Like for my birthday, I don't need a gift. I just want you to like, give me a card, but like, I would love if you would make the card or just like write something really nice in it. It's special. I can look back on it. It's important right like i just love them i have a box of notes from high school of all the notes that you like used to write to me i just keep Mm -hmm. that stuff it's like special so logan fucking wrote me all of these notes you guys look at i mean there's like there's got to be at least 25 letters here and uh and then like one of them is like a picture I haven't like look at this. If I can just mm. drew this for us. <laughs> it's like it's just like it was so thoughtful because it's not something you can just go buy. It's not something and like it takes time. And I don't I didn't expect Logan to spend this much time on yeah, a gift. Yeah, started on Halloween. But Logan's been just like doing it and knew that it was going to mean a lot and that made me remember the person that really pursued me and really dated me during a time when I thought there was like no chance that we were going to get back together. Like, I don't, it's just like, all you have to do is just be intentional, you know? And I know that that sometimes is hard or like, you're just tired. Everybody, everybody's tired. Everybody's overwhelmed. And especially after this year that I've had and I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends that I do have, it was a hard year. Like this year just felt really like, icky and i feel like the years have felt icky basically since covid and i would love for 2024 to not feel icky but just like the time that you took to do it 
and the intention that was behind it and how excited you were to give it to me was like this oh is, yeah i pulled out a two for two like dude yeah you two boxes of the notes because <laughs> you pulled out like, the, one, the one batch and you're like this is cool and i was like oh i was just like oh god i can't wait because you opened it pretty early and then like we opened all the other so i had it was like one of the last things you yeah. opened was the second part two yeah oh it, it was perfect and then you were like girl the notes are still coming i'm still i'm yeah, still yeah, after them at after work. we <laughs> After like kids started playing, you know, we were cleaning up and whatnot. I said, "Hey, there's one more part to that gift. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, they're gonna keep coming." <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. So, all of I mean, it feels like a very long-winded way of like tying back to what I heard in this podcast. But I know that like relationships are hard, and having little kids is hard, and fucking being an adult right now and navigating this crazy often shitty (laughs) um life that we're fucking living in america right now like it's just hard out here um the the thought that like you were able to just yeah it just was like really special so no thank you very much for the gifts (laughs) thank you for I mean, you did nail it too. You got me. We already talked about this, right? Or was that a boat? No, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah. So we talked about the Toto signed thing, which was really for uh, your that was, my that birthday. was your birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then for Christmas, so you got me. Oh, the symbol, which was like I could not wait to get that out. And then, of course, we had you know your sister and Saichin were here, and the dog, and the kids were always up, and we had stuff to do. So I like I get the symbol out, which I've been waiting for because i i knew it was coming yeah i knew it was coming logan that, didn't that know one, that it was not a surprise gift that logan was knew one that, it was that i knew was coming um but then i like i got it out i got it put up but then i couldn't hit it because there was just no time to actually do it for like three days so that was like the biggest tease but once i finally did oh my gosh it's so nice it's so nice and then you Happy got like me it. oh i love it um you can check out I've got some videos online. Yeah. Yeah, Check them out. I have a new social media account just for the drums. Yes. Just Logan Keith drums if you want to check it out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then you got me this like really cool cell from um, the Thanksgiving marathon of Pappy Land. Yes. On 1996. From, I didn't know it was uh, syndicated to TLC. So that's cool. Um, But yeah, it's just a cell of uh, Pappy. With uh, his pencil and color, and then a turkey and like a stage and a piece of paper all drawn like in black and white. It's yes. it's super cool. I'll I'll put a picture on social media. I love it. Thank you. Oh, and then you got me the um the the wall mounted easel. Yes. Uh, for you know my painting my painting ex- exploration in the living room now. Yeah. So excited for that. Yeah. I got a lot to do looking forward to 2024 as far as like hobby i'm set up now i got my i got my painting station all good to go i've got my drum room um like my new mics and all that good stuff good to go so yeah just let's kind of dive into some hobbies and, and enjoy we were talking on our um our hang this uh month uh about the the whole idea of new year, new me mm-hmm. and everybody always has these resolutions. Like that's the thing. Yeah. And for the first time I'm kind of feeling 
I think you stepped out of the room for a sec, so I don't know if you actually heard this, but personally, I'm feeling like I don't. It's not going to be New Year, do me. I I understand that like I'm in a space of like not not being the, the worst, obviously, but not the best, and that's going to carry over into January. Like I'm more like realistic. I think this yeah. year I'm usually pretty optimistic. We've written down lists in the past, and yeah. like personally, this year I'm not gonna do that. Like I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna continue to do my best and invest in family time and things that make me just enjoy time which is yeah you know playing my drums painting and just goofing around on a couple of things and then we have a couple you know professional things that we're trying to do um but outside of that like i really it seems like you know we have other people in our lives that are paring down the things that they're doing professionally and personally as far as like, hey, you know, I have spread myself to say 50 things. Um, looking at that flock. What like is a that, a moth? Of, yeah, it's like a little moth. Oh, Where'd nice. you come from, buddy? Hey, cutie. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like, okay, look, I, I, I handle, I juggle 50 things, say, whatever, that are important on any given day or week. Let's pare that down to like 30, you know? Yeah. Still going to do important things. Still going to pursue things. But I do want to trim out just stuff that's uh you know yeah paring down i've already said it a yeah. thousand times <laughs> it's not that hard yeah i feel like uh the but new- it, but sorry before before you get on i, I want to wrap up my point it's okay not to have this like big grand goal of yeah. like i'm gonna do this all big new that's okay if, if you're not feel if you want to of course if, if this is the catalyst that like helps you do the thing that you need to do great but it's also i think yeah it's okay to just be like yeah it's gonna be another year because we again we talked about it on on our hang that um yeah it is a you know i'm trying we don't get political on this show we don't really on our socials either um but regardless of where you stand on anything the nation is going into an election year and that's always just a it, by nature it's a more divisive year yeah and so I was saying that feels that, like they just get more and more vicious each year too. It's just or like, each each time yeah, each election. I, like, I said that I was um, cautiously. What did I say? Oh man, I, I basically I, I'm I'm curious to see, cautiously curious. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, and nervous too. But yeah, it's just something to watch and personally. Again, regardless of where you stand, I think the best thing you can do is the best way in the best way you can affect change in your local communities and, you know, people that you know around you. So people at your school, your local church, whatever organization like that's the best way, I think, to like really affect change within a community is just to do it with the people around you. But what do I know? I mean, I genuinely don't know anything i just like to watch and listen to it but it's just yeah it's o- it's okay to not have these grand goals yeah. going into 2024 and to just sit back and take some you time and just watch and, yeah and let it kind of happen to you i guess <laughs> yeah but sorry to interrupt what you were no i feel with. like i feel like um for a very 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 long time 
I had a a new year, new me. And then I always just felt like, you know, by March, uh, I just every year felt like just disappointed in myself. Or even the year where I was like, hey, I'm like really going to do this now. I'm really going to hit it. I'm not even going to wait until the new year. I did my first training session uh, at the gym uh, literally on Christmas Eve of that year so that I could get a kickstart before the the new year started to tell myself it is not tied to that. But then even still, like second half of the year when I stopped losing weight, I felt like disappointed, even though I had lost all the weight that I did in the first half. I just feel like for me and where I'm at mentally, the idea of new year, new me puts so much pressure on me mm-hmm. to do it that I, I don't give myself a lot of grace in it. Um, and then I just end up feeling like shit. So for me, um, the things I just want to be more intentional with, uh, I do want to take a step back from social media. I think that, um, when I get into head spaces where I'm like, fuck dude, like I'm like not in a good place. Like I just wake up feeling like stressed about money or stressed about fucking whatever all of us stress about all the fucking time. Then I look at other people and I'm like, God, I bet that's nice. Or I bet this is mm-hmm. nice. I mean, I am, I am, I can go so off the rails with it yeah. that I think I just need to like spend less time on my phone and more time like really trying to read a book. I got um, a friend of mine got me a book for Christmas and I am like, I actually started reading it. I'm like 70 pages in, which is like a big deal because I usually cannot just sit down and focus on that. Um, or like, I want to just like listen to more music during the day. I was telling Logan, like a lot of, a lot of my screen time right now is dedicated, is dedicated to like, I almost always have something playing on my phone, some kind of show or whatever. We've talked about Vanderpump rules, like, but it's not even like I'm actively watching it. I just want to feel like there are other people with me. Like, I just want somebody else to talk at me. You know what I mean? But I don't always want a podcast because I just don't, I don't want to. I don't, Mm. you know, like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, So I'm just going to try to be more intentional with screen time and, and then just try to like fucking breathe, you know? Yeah. Like there are obviously things I want to be better about, but I also just feel like I am in my, what, like. I heard this thing the other day. Uh, I'm 34 years old. So that means that in adult years, as an adult, I am 16. Mm. Mm. I am a teenager, You're a teenager at being adult. an adult. <laughs> and I'm still That's figuring funny. it out. That's how yeah. it feels. I'm still teenage figuring adult. it out. Mm. And I feel like I've put myself in this pressure forever of like i'm an adult now i have to figure it out i have to know what i'm supposed to do and if i don't know i'm a fucking piece of shit adult and it's like damn dude like i am but a baby still when it comes to being an adult and i'm trying to figure it out and i just need to like put less pressure on myself to be fucking good at all of it uh because right now i ain't good at like really any of it so i gotta (laughs) Mm, (laughs) i have have moments of being good (laughs) But right now I'm like adequate at most of it. But yeah. um but yeah, so I'm just gonna try to like take a breath. I would encourage yeah. you all to take a breath. We've had a real 
fucking go of it for the last few years. Feels like this year, again, like, yeah, politically, where we're going to have a lot of, like, just negativity flying around, regardless of what party you're a part of. Everybody's hating on everyone. Some of it, for me, feels justified. Another doesn't. But it's just, just like, it's not- just, God, protect your fucking peace this yeah. year. I'm going to try so hard to protect my peace and protect the things that I have control over mm-hmm. and the things that I cannot control, I have to just try really hard to not focus on it. Yeah. Cause I can spiral so fucking mm-hmm. quick and it's like, I can't do anything. Yeah. And like the amount of times that I worry about shit and then I didn't even need to worry about it in the first place because it never got to that point. Like I'm just going to try really hard to not do that. Yeah. What's that? Is it, Newt's commander worrying means you only suffer twice basically like if whatever situation is happens. Newt's commander like from Harry Potter universe yeah okay well I don't think he came up with that quote I feel like I've heard that quote for a very long if okay. you whip your fucking phone out no I'm going to but before I do <laughs> I already have a quote pulled up that I was thinking from earlier it was just a joke on the idea of you don't have to have these grand goals was the Vince Vaughn quote from dodgeball where he says, I found that if you have a goal, you might not reach it. But if you don't have one, then you're never disappointed. And I got to tell you, it feels phenomenal. Yeah. Remember that one? I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'll, I'll look up the quote and then we can. Well, no, I mean, yeah, that's, I've heard that quote before about like, yeah, worrying means you suffer twice or something like that. Okay. Which I get. And uh, I just didn't know that that was that. It's a quote by J.K. Rowling. Shut the fuck The only thing worrying accomplishes is making you suffer twice. Oh, wait, hold on. Here's Eugene Adams. Yeah, okay. Yeah. JK. She taken over. Newt's Commander. I don't know. I mean, it's one of the. I cannot. Newt's Commander. My philosophy is that worrying means you suffer twice. Boom. Boom. I tell you what, Logan. (laughs) I feel like you are really missing out on not taking part in like Harry Potter trivia professionally. (laughs) You got to sign up for those tournaments, man. I think that's a pretty common one, to be fair, though. I would have, I've heard that quote. I never would have tied that to fucking JK. Okay. I would not have done that. That's <laughs> fucking wild. Hell yeah. But yeah, uh, this year I'm like ready to close it out. I, yeah. If I'm being honest, you know, Me too. yes, we had some good stuff, but my overwhelming this year was just similar to like what I said with my birthday. I feel like my 33rd year, which was the majority of 2023, was just, I was just sad. Yeah. And I'm just ready to try to leave as much of the sadness behind yeah. as I can. I feel like for me, going into a new year every year for a long time, I again, going back to like the optimism of we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And having, yeah, expectations of gr- the grind. I feel like I've always been on a grind. And I think this last year, especially the last six months, for me and again, people I I work with, friends, whatever have found like everybody's kind of grinded out <laughs> yeah ground down yes and um so yeah i think for the again on my to to put my point in another way um i'm again outside of those couple things just a couple things i'm not really going to have expectations of like this or that happening i kind of just want to maintain and yeah. if something happens fantastic but otherwise like, I'm kind of okay going into the year knowing that, like, come Christmas, if, like, 
nothing has really taken off this way or that way that like I'll be okay because I need a breath yeah. and that's what this next year I think is going to be yeah I was um <laughs> thinking about uh <sighs> we talked about this on the the hangout and I didn't know if I was going to bring it up here but uh it looks like I am because it almost fell out of my mouth but when I was thinking about all the things we did this year you know obviously the podcast is a thing that we've been proud of that's the thing that we started and we were laughing because it's like man we've been doing this for three months but it feels like we've been doing it for six months like it feels like we've been doing it a very long time it does yeah it is interesting and we really haven't but like there have been a lot of great things that have come from the podcast but there have also been things in our personal lives which i'm sure everybody could imagine comes when you talk about stuff that happened with your family that maybe they they aren't going to like. They aren't going to like hearing that. Yeah. Uh, we experienced it with Logan's family. Uh, we've experienced it with mine. And it's it makes it really hard sometimes to want to come down and record when it's like, I want to talk about what I'm really frustrated about. But it feels like sometimes this this space that we've created for ourselves that is meant to be a safe space for you and I to talk about things and not worry about um, what our family thinks about it because that's not fair. You know, it's not fair for anyone to say that we can't talk about something that affected us or still affects us because that's the whole point of the show, you know, and that's the whole thing that we're trying to like provide that space for people that listen to the show that like it's hard and like the things that happened to us as kids whether it was physical stuff or mental stuff or both it's like that has kind of shaped us to where we are and like when we try to talk about things that we're struggling with we aren't I, well, at least I I'm not looking for feedback from my from my family I'm not looking for feedback on how they think I should have received something or how they think I should have interpreted this thing or how I should react to the, it's like, it's not fair. And it feels like in those moments where like right now I'm, I'm struggling with it and it feels like a space that we created to be vulnerable and safe for us. I do. I don't feel safe in it right now and I don't similar to what I said a couple episodes ago where it's like I don't want to have those hard conversations I don't know how to have those hard conversations sometimes because I don't because I know that like my family isn't necessarily coming from like a malicious place I think it's hard when you try to bring things up to your to your family uh whether it's parents or siblings or grandparents or whatever, it's hard when you want to bring something up and like, it just is immediately like aggressive or um, like defensive. And I don't feel like that's a fair way to react. And uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly where I was going with it, but it just feels like, um, I'm having a hard time right yeah. now because like I'm not a, a a recent thing has happened and I don't 
want to talk about it. Um, I don't want to talk about it here. I also just don't want to talk about it with them because I'm not ready to talk mm. about it with mm. them yet, you know? But because of that, because I know that they listen to the podcast, then it's like, well, now you've like taken this thing from me that was supposed to be a safe space for me, space where I get to talk to my husband and we get to figure out how to work through these things together because it doesn't matter at the end of the day what the intention was. It matters with like how it was received and how I have to deal with it now, like how I have to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can say there is... You know, we've had similar, you know, moments of how do we, how do we communicate and move forward through this? Like on my side with, you know, my family too. And, um, I think, I think, yeah, just moving forward, there's just going to have to be a period of understanding to like take some time and be okay with having that time. And then when the time comes, having that grace to move forward and as as long as people are coming to the table of yeah I want to understand and I want to be better and try I guess um I don't know I'm I know sorry. but I don't but I also don't feel like it's always the thing <laughs> of uh I want to I want to, I hear you and I will change that behavior. Sometimes it's like, well, I'm not going to change. So you need, to, and it's like, well, I don't know how to not receive it that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like similar to like, I used to work at this, um, this campground. I've worked at a few, so I'm not totally calling out this person, but I worked at this campground and one of the guys that worked there that was in a similar position to me, but like adjacent, uh, everyone was like, this dude's just a dick. Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not just going to accept that. Like, I'm not just going to, like, not let my feelings get hurt because this guy is just a fucking asshole to people. Like, no, you're not going to you're not going to talk to me that way. I'm not going to, like, think that's OK. Or I'm, if he jumps uh, one of my staff members for doing something and it's like, hey, you didn't need to come at them in that way. It's like that you need to change the way that you're communicating. That's not fair that people should then just have to like expect that they should have to tiptoe around you or that if you're going to go off on them, that they just shouldn't have their feelings be hurt. Like, no, if people are telling you they don't like the way you're communicating, whether it's like in a personal relationship or a professional one, like that's on you to fix. It's not on me to fix. It's not my fault. Yeah. But like. I struggle to do that with my personal relationships, though, because it's like, ultimately, I know that you're not trying to hurt my feelings, but I'm telling you every time you talk to me that way, you are hurting my feelings. Every time you say something about this subject, I'm going to receive it not well. And a lot of times that's tied to the way that you would speak to me about that stuff when I was a kid and like. I don't know how to unlearn that outside of just going to therapy, which is just not something that I'm doing currently. It's something I should be doing, but it's just something that like financially and just like time-wise and headspace, like I'm just like not in a, a, I'm not there yet, Yeah, you know, but it's also like, I was talking to another person. It's like, yeah, but like, do I go to therapy and pay for therapy to figure out how to not, take it personally when someone talks to me a certain type of way but like 
they're the ones that should be going to therapy and figuring out that they shouldn't talk to people that way. <laughs> or like, why do you talk to people that way? Like, I just don't like that. I remember I had this boss once that would be like, she was so fucking rude, but she loved to be like, you need to put your big girl panties on. And I'm like, you need to not be a fucking bitch. Mm. Like, you need to not go straight to, I'm going to talk to you like you're a fucking idiot because I'm half your age. Like, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, I'm trying to think of which one. I her think- name was her name was Cheryl. <laughs> and she also worked at a campground with me and she was awful to me. She was so rude. Yeah, okay. Oh, and that was her favorite thing to say. She put on your big girl panties. But don't worry about my underwear. Yeah. Like maybe just stop being so rude all the time. Yeah. Like I just don't I don't like subscribe to that belief in my relationships with other people of like i'm not gonna let you just be rude to me and just like deal with it but when it comes to like my family i'm just supposed to deal with it but you raised me not to deal with people that talk to me that way it's like very hard i'm just in i'm struggling with it and it's a bummer to have to close out the year in that space of it like not being resolved and not feeling like i can talk about it where i want to talk about it because I don't want it to, I don't want to like give more ammunition for them to be like, I cannot believe you talked about that. And it's like, well, fuck me. I don't want to talk to you yet. I don't want to talk to you yet. So what? I'm just literally not allowed to talk at all. I think I'm, uh, I'm hopeful that there is a space for remember when, again, I had my space with my family and there was a period where nothing happened. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that either. Um, but once I did resume communication with my family, I'm yeah. trying to be careful. Uh, there were, it was a, a re coming to the table of like, this is how the communication has to happen. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen in this way, I don't know what to tell you, but the yeah. commu- whatever that is, the, those need to be explicitly stated like this is how we need to be communicating with each other on yeah. this and luckily in my case we have been able to do that um and i'm hopeful that is uh what you will find in your situation our situation yeah you know it is our situation <laughs> i know yeah. i know it is ours but i also know that like you <clears throat> You hate, the, and I, I don't know, I I assume this is tied to like a childhood situation for you, but it's like, you hate the idea of anybody being even potentially upset with you at all. Yeah. That it's like, even when you clearly aren't even part of this conversation, like you did not contribute in any sort of negative way, like you don't even maybe feel the way that I feel about certain parts of it. But like, because you are tied into me, you're like tied into it. You're like. Well, does this mean they're mad at me too? Because I don't want them to be mad at me. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't give a fuck if they're mad at you or not. Like, like I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I feel like that was all really scrambled. So sorry if that was scrambled, but well, I just, I right. feel scrambled about it. And I don't want to. That's fine. But I also just don't feel like I'm ready to deal I with think it that's, yet. That's so the other like, thing that I kind of wanted to mention is like going into 2024, especially, yeah, with this podcast is maybe clear that, you know, all my goals at the very beginning what three months ago for wherever we are in this yeah 
still hold true that I really do hope someday something could come of this and I've got big ideas for it. And if they come true, that's like amazing. But if they don't, uh, that's fine. I'll, I'll have another thing, another dream that, you know, satiates the, let's do something fun together. But yeah, at the end of the day, again, we're still talking with each other and going back to a conversation we had in the car, I don't know, a few weeks ago, um, about, and I think actually maybe we did talk a little bit on the podcast, but this idea of having to prep about what we want to just like vent about and like, you know, naturally talk about. It's weird to f- have forethought on a on what you want to have a conversation about when you want it to just be a natural off the cuff thing. Because, again, we don't plan like I, I have a couple notes in my phone. I haven't even touched my phone to look at the notes yeah. other than like Googling on the fly. Yeah. Um. But today I haven't even gone to any of my backup points yet because we're, this is what we do. This is just how we talk. But there always is this sense of like, but, but, but will it translate into like good downloads or whatever? Not necessarily. Well, yeah. I don't want to do that like moving forward. Like I want to take this like less seriously. I, I gave it a good, you know, push in the beginning of like, you know, we put some um, some dollars behind a handful of ads um, yeah. to try to, you know, get some downloads and get some um, word out about the pod, whatever. Um, I went a little heavier on the videos for social and tried to have a few, you know, a week and like content kind of, you know, because that's what I do, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I think, yeah, just moving into 2024, like, whenever I feel like putting something up, I will. Um, uh, but I don't want to take it, like, too seriously. Like, yeah. I, I don't want this to turn into, like, a, a in, in my head, I don't want it to turn into, like, a business business. Yeah. I, I, want, it, I want this to stay fun and just, like, it's just a diary. I yeah. want that to continue to be, like, the vibe and... Or at least hopefully it's been that way for, for everyone listening. But like, yeah, I don't if I don't know if we'll ever get <laughs> the the hundreds of thousands or millions of listeners on on a show like this because I I was in the shower thinking like, you know, how how could we, you know, make this interesting so people shared it and whatever. And I'm just tired of thinking about how could I like make this thing out of this. Yeah. I just want to talk to you, you know? And so like, if it's boring and like in a little 10 minute section and it's, it's kind of weird because we're rambling or we're scrambled or whatever it is like, and we lose a listener or two because of that, I guess at this point, I don't fucking care because the people who stick around to hear everything else, like at this point, like it's fun to see those people come back. Yeah. And again if we can continue to grow great um uh, if not you know it's fun just doing this and i want to keep that fun yeah well and i feel like for me you know when we started this i was in a really fucking sad place which again is really funny to think about it just being just a few months ago that i was in that really sad fucking place um but for me it was like outside of just having the time where you and i could talk it felt like I I wanted to hear what we, what we ended up putting out, you know, like but I I needed it from somebody else. 
I needed to hear somebody else saying like, I'm fucking sad and I don't even, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know how to get out of it. I'm trying to figure it out or, uh, this part of life is really difficult. Like I just wanted to hear that other people felt like they were struggling. I don't want to say that. I didn't want other people to struggle, but like, I didn't want to feel like alone you didn't want to feel in alone. it yeah, yeah, yeah. or feel like, God, I should just like get over this shit from like you, you needed validation, yeah, that what you were feeling wasn't an isolated thing. Yeah. That it was or like that a like normal just, thing to feel. Or that yeah. like just because my childhood wasn't as physically hard as yours was, there were parts of mine that I am struggling with yeah. as an adult. And like I wanted to know that like I I just wasn't like what I felt like I've been told for a long time that I was a crybaby. Yeah. Like that I needed to just get over that stuff or that like it, like that it wasn't, that wasn't what they were trying to do. It's like, it doesn't matter if like, that's what it, that's what it was for me. Yeah. And I just needed to, I wanted to be that for somebody else because I didn't feel like I could find that. Um, so that for me was the the goal with this. Like I wanted to talk to you and have the time and feel like I had something that was, for me outside of taking care of the kids but yeah. but also just mentally like i wanted to almost be the friend that i i needed but i didn't have mm. so there are a lot of times where like i will still listen to the episode sometimes and i'll like laugh along with us or whatever and sometimes i feel stupid doing it but other times i'm like no dude like i need to hear it like i need and, and i even though i know it's me saying it on the other fucking end of the headphone like I still need to hear somebody else saying, yeah. like, yeah, I'm struggling, but like, well, there's we're trying also this to thing figure too, it out. I haven't done it like in the past, I don't know, five, eight episodes, something like that. But yeah, in the beginning, I also would listen back because I wanted to. I, I, I don't know if anybody else has like sat down, spoke for an hour, and then listened to yourself back, you know, a day later on that same conversation. But there is this weird kind of a liminal shift of like, yeah, I remember saying literally all those and you're on a, like a parallel brainwave of knowing, oh, I know what I'm going to say exactly next down to the timing. But you hear it as a spectator. You don't hear it as yeah. as uh, you saying it. So the amount of times when I, I agree with myself or like yeah. I hear things that I say, I was like, Oh, that was a smart point. Like I forgot. Yeah. I said oh, that God, like, um, the amount of times that I have like re cried with us. Right. Yeah. 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 And, but it like feels better taking it as yeah. a listener yeah. versus being here and doing it now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, I think that's what kind of keeps me going with the podcast. Uh, obviously I would love to do this. Like, all the time and yeah. have the brain space to put out more content and uh put more into that but uh yeah where we are right now i'm still like super happy with it yeah um so okay ready to close out the year yeah but um before we go yeah we have a we have a couple we did yes we got a couple more packages for the tree which we will leave the tree up for a bit yeah um we'll talk in the next couple episodes about what we want to do for um valentine's day i know some people like don't like valentine's day or think it's like a one of those like hallmark holidays i fucking 
love Valentine's There's Day. There's a way to approach it. And a lot of times we don't even do like gifts on Valentine's Day. Like you might get right. me flowers or we would just like go to dinner or something. Some chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I just love that. Again, it's like sometimes it's really hard to be intentional with your partner because life is hard or jobs are hard or kids are fucking hard. But like to have that day of like, this is intentional. This is like, I am going to give my person a little bit of extra attention today or like, a, am going to try yeah. to make sure that we get to have like, if we don't have a babysitter to go on a date, then we're going to stay up late and have a little like special dessert together. And we like, that sounded immediately sexual to me, which isn't what I meant, but like, <laughs> but like, I'm going to go like get special like cheesecakes for us to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sure. little stuff like that. Um, I love Valentine's Day. I love it. I love the decorations. I love all of it. So I we, found, by the way, your vintage oh my Valentine's. God. I know exactly where they are. I got so into collecting vintage Valentine's for a while, which are fucking actually really expensive at thrift stores. I could not believe. Yeah. There was this one time we found like a collection of vintage Valentine's. So I was like, look, these are so fucking cool. There were so many of them. But the dude wanted like $500 yeah. for them. Like what? I'm at an antique store. It feels like nothing in this place should be more than like 60 bucks. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. We didn't buy it. I was devastated, but I just couldn't. Um, but anyway, so I love Valentine's Day. I want to do something Broken Youth Club for Valentine's Day. So we'll mull that over and communicate that mm -hmm. in the next couple episodes. But we will leave the tree up for a bit because we just love. I love this set. This is probably always going to be my favorite set. It just is like cozy. The Christmas one specifically, or mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah, I love Christmas lights. You think when we take the tree down, and we're going to have that ghostly feeling that you get when you take the tree down every year? Yes, I think we're going to have to find something empty. really sweet to put in its place. You can get like a cool statue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. How about a statue of me? There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. So yeah, let's open those up. We'll open these guys. Um. Also, and then, go ahead. Sorry, I um. I was purposely trying to wait until the end of the holiday ornament uh, timeline. And then uh, I am still going to send out the thank you cards. So don't you worry. I did not forget. Yeah. We will do it. I've got the stack over here of people. What'd you get? Oh, that's a cool. That's cassette tape. Yeah. It's a cutie oh, little yeah. ornament. Love, Love that. Oh, it's like real. It's like heavy. I know. Maybe oh, it's a casting. Nice. It's quite heavy. I don't know if I can hang this up. Oh, cute. Oh, nice. Oh, I love them. Thank you so Vintage much. TV. Right on. We'll get this hung up on the tree. Take some pictures for this as well to put yeah. online. Take pictures of this. My pappy thing. I know we need to make sure Your we Valentine's. get pictures of all of the ornaments and then we'll make a yeah. kind of like final post about yeah. this thing. This was so sweet. Thank you so much to every, that, everybody that, really that sent fun. stuff in. Um, <gasps> While you're opening that, just a quick shout out. We normally don't just for, you know, privacy reasons or whatever, but um, uh, a friend in the group um, just went through a pretty serious surgery and came out on the other side of that yeah. really well. Oh, um, man. Yeah. So props. I won't say any names, you know, just again for privacy reasons. If you want to know who it is, get in the Facebook group yeah. and 
Uh, show some yeah, love we there, are, but like we, we kind of went through the whole thing, and um, their partner during the procedure and like the whole you know the intense part of it uh, kept us updated, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was I was always on the phone checking, so that was great to hear. And then um, another friend is going through a rough holiday that we just spoke with on the chat the hangout chat yeah so just sending some thoughts on the show uh, yes yeah we love you guys so much and we are so happy um we're so happy that the the one that we were really on the ride with uh that that turned out okay um and uh i think i think he will be headed home super soon uh so that's great um and then yeah we just we're holding our we're holding our girl a little closer right now. Uh, you know who you are, baby. But um, we're here whenever you need us. Um, this one's for my sister. My sister. I can tell that's sent a, this one gems. in. Yes, I think yeah. that we actually have this exact one on our actual tree. <laughs> she always finds the cutest little felted guys. I love it. And then felted look at these mice. cards. My sister also always finds the cutest cards, and um, I'm like so obsessed with Mister Rogers. Uh, neighborhood i think that mr rogers as a person was really great um and it's funny i never liked the show as a kid i thought it was kind of boring but i do actually find the show to be very sweet now yeah. <laughs> um she has little cards very fun all right well do you want to um wrap up the show with the wrap up the year technically recording now i think in new york we are maybe Yes. I don't know. We'll have to check because the ball drop out here is always weird. It is weird. I, I still haven't figured it out. We it is weird. Here, so. Yeah, but we're going to wrap up so we can go upstairs and do some fun final countdown stuff with the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're not in the Facebook group, we'd love to see you in there. Uh, it's just the Broken Youth Club on Facebook. Um, if you have not subscribed to the Patreon. I'm actually going to tell you not to yet. Yeah. Because we're going to be. Wait, sorry. Before you get to the Patreon, back oh. to the back to the Facebook. Yes. I just want to say on the podcast, so everybody listening knows. I'm sorry about the, Facebook did this rollout oh, of yes. like auto uh, assist, like, uh, like auto admin assist, like on top of a different admin. Ass- it was like this new thing where it was just auto declining posts, literally, um, which was so. And, and so, and I look back in the history, and there are like. I don't know, 2025, 20, but and it makes me feel like terrible because I did get a response from someone who it is in the group from the very beginning. Oh, and it, she is and so she thoughtful. Said she thought like uh, she thought about maybe like leaving. Yeah, she thought we were declining her put, and it it wasn't us. And we, I pretty sure I've turned that off. I've been checking. Yeah. Um. So so, which is so sad because I remember thinking there for a minute. I'm like, dude, Logan, are people still listening to the show? Because nobody's writing in the group know, anymore, yeah, and yeah. I'm like super sad about yeah, it. I found it in like the turns ad- out, like, damn. Facebook it. was just like, no, we're not gonna fucking listen to you guys. Yeah. And it was awful. So please, if that happened to you and you're listening, get back in there. Yes, please reengage. Yeah. I don't know. It feels <laughs> weird to like. Please come back. Well, yeah, no, it just it was like, like fucking. We we created that space so people yeah. could feel like it was a safe yeah. space to be vulnerable in, and then y'all try to be vulnerable, and Facebook is like, yeah, decline. 
Like, what the fuck? Well, I thought it was like, they Gosh. thought it was like me and you were saying, like, no, decline. Well, yeah, no, I, I, so that's probably how they that, received it. Yeah, so I just need to, it wasn't us. Need we would have never. that up. So, okay, go ahead to the Patreon. Uh, yeah, we're going to make some changes to the Patreon. Logan, I talked about it a lot. Um, we just want it to be a more accessible space for people. We know with um, just the way that, like, bills feel heavy right now. Like, they feel heavy for us. They feel heavy for the friends that I communicate with. They feel heavy for fucking everyone. Um, so we are going to redo um, the tiers and the benefits and all of that. Um, and we're going to just kind of like really um, like we want to offer things at like a much more affordable rate. Uh, we so appreciate everybody that um, was able to contribute in those higher tiers. But um, January will be the last month that we have those tiers. Um, and then... I think we're going to cut back and just do um, just the $1 tier and the $5 tier. Um, and at the $5 tier, you will get basically all of the benefits that the $20 tier had with the exception of uh, we're going to do the hangouts a little more sporadically. Uh, we're going to try to do them every month, but it also just got to a place where it was like, it felt like it kept catching us where it was like, okay, we need to do the bonus episode and the hangout. And it's almost the end the of holiday, the month. And yeah, what are we going to do? The holidays really kind of screwed The with holidays this. made it birthday. hard. <laughs> Your birthday made it hard. My birthday made it hard. Uh, we had visitor, like family out here. And Those are, I mean, to you guys, obviously, that's not an excuse. We're just, yeah, but, but but we're just trying to be honest because this isn't like a full, this isn't a, a full-time job. You know, Logan has a full-time job and uh, and we have three kids and not consistent childcare. And uh, the kids have not been getting along lately at all. It's been a little rough over here. So... Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're going to restructure all of that. Um, and that will kick in for February. So yeah, I need to like reach out to Patreon because essentially not to get too in the weeds, but we have the multiple tiers and we're going to trim down the amount of tiers. So I don't, but we don't want it to automatically like, so yeah, yeah, I want to try to transfer whatever we're going to try to figure it out. But so, you know, yeah, we're going to combine everything and just make it more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can check that out, but you know, I just, you don't have to sign up for it until, uh, February or if you want to, cause obviously we'll still do yeah. the, we'll still do the, the tiers for January. We'll still do the hangout. We'll still do the bonus episode. We'll still do all the things. Um, but yeah, uh, if you want to, and we also want to start using Patreon more to actually use post the, you know, behind the scenes and like the extra content and the yeah. stuff we understand that like it's been harder in the month of December to do that yeah, lately. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you have a story that you would like to submit, you can send that over to um, my... My life. My life. There it is. <laughs> my life at Broken Youth We Club. were off last week. Dot so. com. <laughs> Did I say something else last week? No, I was just saying we were off. So it's oh, like not we were, top of yeah, mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, we... What else? Is that it? I think so. <laughs> We have the phone number. Um, I don't think that, that we do. I think that we were. I think we got. No, rid I got it. I got it uh, going. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, we debated fine. whether or not we were going to keep the the phone number. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, I guess Logan decided yeah. we are going to keep the phone number. Yeah, so absolutely. we'll put that on there. Um, but yeah, we will. That's it. We're going to stumble. Yeah. Twenty twenty. I feel like I feel like I'm just like forgetting something. We, yeah, it does kind of feel. Well, again, we weren't here. Uh, we took a week off. 
If I forgot for something, Christmas. just ignore it, okay? Whatever. Again. Cool. Happy 2024. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>